Welcome to The Simple Business Show. I'm Nisha, business mentor, boat lifer, and 11-year traveling entrepreneur. I started my working life as a waitress in Pizza Hut and a retail worker selling men's underwear, built a freelance design business that allowed me to quit those jobs, and went on to build a six-figure business working three days a week and traveling the world. Now, I teach other freedom seekers how to build businesses that can make five to 10K a month without them working full-time hours or burning out. So far, I've helped over 1,500 students and clients build their life-first businesses. And I won't sugarcoat things, this does require time, effort, and consistency. But it doesn't have to require unhealthy hustle, overwhelm, and poor mental health. Life is for living. You're not meant to be wasting away at a nine to five that you don't even enjoy or feeling like an employee of your own business, working 90 hours a week just to escape working 40. That isn't freedom. So if you're ready to build a balanced and abundant online business, you're in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe that this is episode 101? That feels insane to me. I've been in business for 11 years now, which again feels very insane. I have over 100, sorry, 1,500 students in my courses. I don't actually know the exact number because I stopped looking since it reached that point, but over 1,500 people who have given me money to help them in some way to grow their business is just insane. I'm so grateful. And I've made over 100 podcast episodes now providing free content. That is so good. Yes, I am going to say that and toot my own horn for a second. That I feel is so good and that other people feel is so good. Someone actually messaged me recently to say thank you for the podcast and all the tips because they recently quit their nine to five job and had their first 20k month in their first month. For this podcast to be a part of their journey, I am so honoured. Obviously, I'm never going to take credit for anybody's results. The results that any of my students, my listeners, my clients get are their results because of their own effort, consistency and brain. But like I said, it's just such an honour to be a part of his journey. I apologise in advance, by the way, if you hear my chair squeaking quite a lot in this episode. I'm on a very squeaky chair as you can hear. (laughs) I'm gonna try and be as still as I can be, but I can't make any promises. Also, I just got tickets to see Taylor Swift um, in her Eras tour and I'm just buzzing with excitement. I get to go and see my all-time favorite artist. I just cannot wait. It's gonna be incredible. I'm going to see her at the Wembley Stadium. Wembley Arena, Wembley Stadium. I'm not quite sure which one it is, but I'm gonna go and see her there next year for her era's tour. The last time I was there was for Beyonce's Formation Tour, which was just insane. I queued all day long to get as close to that stage as possible. I'm quite a bit older now, so I've chosen to sit for the Taylor Swift gig, but it's still gonna be awesome. If you're going to see her as well, do let me know in my DMs because 
So many of my followers have seen me post about this on my story and have been talking back and forth with me about how they're going to see her too. Loads of you are actually flying abroad to go and see her because you couldn't get tickets in your country, which I think is so cool. So anyway, let me know if you're going to go and see her too and we can have like an exciting Swifty moment together. I'm also flying to Montenegro soon for a holiday in the most beautiful villa. So I just feel really excited today. Just really buzzed, really, well not buzzed, because I learned a couple of years ago that buzzed means tipsy. And I was using that word wrong, but I just feel very excited. So I'm gonna try and talk slower and not talk, talk, not talk so fast because of all of my excitement today. And I'm going to jump into the episode and stop all of the chit chat and just get into it because today I want us to chat about why it feels like it's so much harder than ever before to get clients. So many people have been saying this to me recently, been saying it feels so difficult and harder than ever to get clients or saying my business is not doing as well as it did last year and I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. If it feels like it's harder to book clients than ever before, that's because it is. You are not alone. I know that you are feeling panic, you're feeling anxiety. You feel like an imposter, a fraud, a bad business owner. You're feeling really vulnerable, like the business that you have been trying to build or you've worked so hard to build is in danger like you've never been in this position before and you just don't understand and you're scared. You are not alone. As the market grows and there are better coaches, better designers, better copywriters out there with better offers, with better marketing, businesses that have unclear or confusing messaging, don't have a strong niche, are inconsistent with their marketing, don't have an engaged audience and don't have no-brainer offers are all going to fall behind those that do. The number of new businesses, I saw this statistic today and I thought, wow, but the number of new businesses increased by 14% in the UK since the pandemic. In fact, I saw an article that said, that called it the wave of entrepreneurialism as 726,000 thousand new UK startups open in the COVID year. And it's probably way, way more in the US. So ever since the pandemic, we've had this boom of new businesses. And that's not just brick and mortar businesses, but I mean online businesses. We've had this big boom. And what results does this create for existing businesses, especially if they were struggling before this boom? It creates more competition. It creates the um, the behavior of people, potential clients I mean, shopping around more for the person to work with because they have more options. People would rather buy from someone they have a connection with and they trust than someone who is inconsistently showing up or isn't very clear about who they're for. And so you're gonna struggle if you're not building that genuine authentic connection with people and people want to hire people who are very specifically for them they want to have that this girl gets me moment 
So here I thought we could have a bit of a conversation about how to start standing out from the crowd without it requiring all of your time and your energy. But I do want to preface that by saying it is going to take some time and it's going to take some energy. I fear sometimes on this podcast and in my audience that there are a lot of people who want amazing instant results without having to put in the time and effort and energy and that's just something you're going to have to do. You don't have to work full time to get results but you do have to put in some time, some consistency, some effort in order to get good results because good things take time. So if you are willing to put in some effort, if you are willing to make changes, if you are willing to see this difficult season as a challenge and not a threat, then let's talk. Because one of the best things that you can do for yourself and your business to stand out from the crowd, especially if you're in a market that is very highly saturated, is niche down. And I know we've discussed this in the last couple of episodes, but niche down. Speak to one specific person or speak on one topic or about one value. And I'm going to actually pull up my phone right now and I'm going to go to a couple of people's Instagram accounts who have businesses that are really well niche down. So let's go to Through the Lens. Her Instagram bio says, helping creators get paid to travel with as little as 300 followers. How specific is that? And then in all of her content, it is always about how to build a following on Instagram and land paid travel collaborations with a small following. That consistent message is in every post that she creates or almost every post that she creates. We've got a post here that says, the one thing that took me from 3K to 30K And then the hook in the caption, the very first line in the caption says, the one thing that made my followers skyrocket is the biggest thing I see creators struggle with. So again, she's talking to that specific target market of creators and talking about the one thing they struggle with being the one thing that helped her go and drastically increase her income. If we click on another post, it says, it's a picture of her lying down in bed, looking at the Eiffel Tower out the window, And the caption is, when you realise you can stay in places like this for free with only 1,000 followers, the caption will tell you how. Then we've got another post. Five things I did to grow 500,000 followers in one year. So you can see she is super specific about who she serves, what she helps them do, and about helping people get travel collabs with either a small following or helping them to drastically grow their following. These examples are examples of people who have chosen to niche down, chosen to be specific and have not shied away from doing so. And the secret to niching down and not totally panicking about it or resisting your niche or feeling trapped in your niche, the secret is to choose a niche that you could talk about or talk to every day and not get bored. 
We all have those things that we are passionate about or things that we're really good at and passionate about that we can niche down on. And when we find those things, it's going to be so difficult to get bored of your niche because it's something you care deeply about. So niching down, that is a really simple way to stand out in a very overcrowded and saturated marketplace. Now, I do want to say, I know that there's this big fear of like, there's way more people, we've talked about this just now, there's 14% more businesses in the UK and activate panic mode. But there is enough clients for everyone. There is enough money for everyone. You just have to focus on standing out. Another way you can stand out is by creating a brand and not just a business. This is another area that a lot of business owners sort of don't realise they are rejecting, but you can build a brand and not just a business. A brand is slightly different to your business. So your business is essentially the thing that's making money, the things that you sell. Your brand is the personality, it's the face of the business. It's the feeling that people get when they are listening to you or consuming your content or working with you or looking at your work. And people with strong brands tend to stand out more than people who don't have strong brands. Now note, this doesn't mean people who are loud and have big personalities stand out more than people who are introverted. I feel like a lot of business owners, that's what they hear when they hear me say that like more memorable brands tend to survive more than businesses that don't necessarily feel like they have a brand or like the brand just isn't very, you know, it's just like meh. I feel like people often make the mistake of thinking that you have to be extroverted and loud and dancing on reels and going live on Instagram every day in order for your brand to be memorable and stand out in an overcrowded online space. But that isn't true. I don't dance on reels. I did one actually, (laughs) once was enough for me. I don't do dancing reels. I don't have a really loud personality and I'm not an extrovert, I'm an introvert. But that is one of the things that I use to my advantage because 99% of my audience, I know this because I polled them, 99% of my audience are also introverts. So I can attract people who are introverts by talking about the fact that I am an introvert who has still managed to do her own marketing, build a six-figure business and so on. So you attract people to your brand, not by being the loudest person in the room, but by not being afraid to show up, be visible and share what makes you different. And it doesn't have to be anything loud or crazy. I am an introvert who teaches marketing and sales and business. So that is one thing that when people hear that, some people go, oh, that's me too. You know, that's me too. I'm going to pay more attention. I travel a lot and I built a six-figure business working three days a week and traveling the world. So for some people in my corner of the internet, they're attracted to my business and what I sell over somebody else because I'm a regular 
traveller. I literally had somebody DM me this two days ago saying, I feel so inspired by your content and your travels because it's my goal to build a business that allows me to travel full time. So travel is something that I know to share more of in my content and my brand so that more people who want to travel and want to build a business that gives them the time and financial and location freedom to do so will be attracted to me. There are other things too, like I'm a British business owner, so some other people are attracted to my brand and business because I'm from the UK, like them. I'm a Christian, so that attracts some other people. I'm a non-judgmental Christian, so that attracts people, certain people. And there are all these different things like that attract people that I've noticed bring people to my corner of the internet. And it's not just these things that help me to stand out. It's also my, and yours, it's also your personality and the vibe that you have. So whenever I've asked my audience, why do you follow me? What is it about me and my brand that caused you to click follow, that causes you to pay attention? A lot of people say to me that it is my calm energy, which always fascinates me because <laughs> I'm like, am I really that calm? Because I don't feel like I'm that calm. But a lot of people comment and use the word calm. Now, I'm not somebody who talks like a yoga teacher, but in some way, shape or form, my calmness is coming across. And that is a vibe that people are vibing with. And of course, my niche is my value. My values of building a business that doesn't take over your entire life, making a full-time income without working full-time hours. And these are values that appeal to people too, because not everyone online wants to build an empire. Not everyone wants to hustle, hustle, hustle all day, every day, and every weekend too. So all of these things make up my brand. And these are all things that attract different types of people to me and make me the go-to in their eyes. So for you, you have to look at what makes you unique, what makes you different. It doesn't have to be anything extraordinary. It could be as simple as, like I already mentioned, travel. If you travel a lot and make that a part of your brand, you're going to attract people that way. I think you've also heard me mention at the start of this episode, Taylor Swift. I am very open about being a Beyonce fan and a Taylor Swift fan. And I bring that into my content every now and then. I've even posted on my Instagram story recently about a Taylor Swift workout that I did. And that helps me to connect with people on a personal level too, because now we have things in common and I'm humanizing my brand. I'm building a relationship. I'm building connections to people. And that's what business is all about. It's all about relationships. It's all about connections. So even if you can't think of anything that is particularly unique and super special about yourself, then just look at the things that you could have in common with your ideal clients and start bringing them more into your brand. I don't even care if it's um, your Starbucks order that you get every single day that you're just absolutely obsessed with, you could make that a thing and a part of your brand. 
It could be, um, for instance, my boyfriend is super into trains, very randomly. If he had a business, an online business, because he does have a business, but if he had an online business, I would be saying, make that a part of your online personality, your brand. He and I also, we actually have a vlog together. And a lot of people say in the comments, you guys come across as really authentic. And that's because we're not afraid to share our personalities. I have farted, guys, on this vlog. <laughs> I've farted on this vlog. I've shown my anxiety on this vlog. I have cried on this vlog. Um, I have shown myself being a badass on this vlog and overcoming the things I cried about. I always show my clumsy side because I'm a very clumsy person. I don't care, it's a part of my personality. And because it's a part of who I am, I showcase that on the vlog and I actually turn the clumsy side into funny moments. And it's all things like this that help you stand out from the crowd and the competition. So choose to niche down and choose to be a brand and not just a business. What makes you different and what makes you relatable to other people? And how can you bring those things more into your content, into your marketing and into your business? And then the last thing I'm gonna say is on this whole topic of standing out is that people would rather buy from people, businesses who are showing up consistently who are showing up consistently, who are being visible. And so if you want clients, you need to stop sitting around and avoiding doing the marketing because I see a lot of business owners doing this. It doesn't have to be Instagram marketing. It doesn't have to be um, anything like that. It can be whatever is already working for you. Just make sure that you're doing it as consistently as you can. Consistent doesn't mean constant. It doesn't mean you have to do it all of the time and never ever have a break. Just try and pick something, a form of marketing that you can consistently do. Even when the numbers are low and you're wondering, should I even do this? Should I keep going? Keep going because that happens to all of us. We all have like low points, dips in our businesses. And the people that get out of them are the people that don't give up, that don't give up their marketing strategy because it didn't work for a few weeks. It takes time to build good things. So don't give up after a few weeks or a month or so of low results. To kind of give you an example of this actually, there's a business owner who I love to follow because she creates incredible content and it inspires me to create incredible content. And she has about 44,000 followers, but she was getting really low engagement on her posts. And all of a sudden, like I saw her posting consistently every single day, actually twice a day, um, she was posting. And despite the low numbers, she kept showing up, she kept being visible. And lo and behold, her numbers picked back up again because she had one post that went incredibly viral. And then she doubled down by creating content that was on a similar topic and she dropped 
every other type of content that she was posting to focus on this one topic, to create more posts on that topic with variations of the same kind of a hook. And she went down that route. And she would never have got there if she had just given up and decided after the first 10, 15 posts that didn't do very well, that she was just gonna stop. She kept going and then she, when she found something that worked, doubled down. And I think that that is such a valuable skill to have in today's market, the skill of not giving up and the skill of monitoring what works and doubling down on that. I am just using her and her Instagram as an example. You don't have to use Instagram. It could be whatever it is, something else that is working for you. So those are the points I wanted to speak to today when it comes to standing out in a saturated marketplace. There is one more point actually that I wanna make and it's that if you have a different opinion to other people in your niche, don't be afraid to share that opinion. Don't be afraid to share the polarizing content because I know it can be scary the prospect of upsetting some people and some people disagreeing with you. But that's another way that you actually make the people who are truly meant for you have that, ah, oh, she's for me moment. She gets me. And that is what you want. That's the kind of effect that you want to be having on people. You want people to go, oh my goodness, this girl gets me. Or, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I need. So, don't be afraid to share a polarizing opinion if you have one. Just always aim to do so respectfully. I really get the ick from business owners who feel the need to tear down other businesses and their offers and their frameworks and strategies to prove their own is right. Whether they name them or not, like just, I don't know, it gives me the ick. You can, you can share a polarizing opinion in a respectful way. This is why you'll always see whenever I say that I have no interest in building an online empire and making millions and millions of dollars or pounds, you will almost always see, because I try to do this every time I say that, you'll always see me say, it is not wrong to want those things, it's just different. So you can share a polarizing opinion while still respecting that anybody who has a different opinion to you or is using a different strategy or whatever it may be, that's the opposite of what you think and believe. You can share what you think and believe while still respecting that other people are different to you. And I think if you do so in a respectful way, you actually earn other people's respect too. Because I know for me, whenever I've seen business owners sort of sharing their opinion, but kind of low-key making out like anybody who disagrees or does the opposite is just like, blah. To them, it gives me the ick because I don't think that that's like necessary to do, basically. So yes, that is another way that you can stand out. I remember I created a reel that was all about me not wanting to make millions and me not wanting to build an online empire. And it went down so, so well because I was saying the opposite to what a lot of people say. And that meant 
that all the people that felt the same way, who never see people saying that they don't want those things online, they could all come together on this post and be like, oh my goodness, me too. That's exactly that's exactly how I feel too. And you want to be having those moments sometimes, not all the time, not every piece of marketing content needs to be polarizing, but that is one way that you can occasionally stand out in your marketing. So this is quite a long episode. I'm really sorry for that. I'm trying so hard to keep the episode short and sweet again because I really like recording 10 minute episodes. But today I'm just so chatty that it's going on for half an hour per episode. But yeah, I hope that you found something helpful today in this episode. I have a group coaching accelerator opening this autumn that will teach you how to book clients consistently and make five to 10K a month without working full-time hours or relying on social media. So social media will be taught. I'll be teaching Instagram marketing, but I'll be teaching it in a way that's very different to anybody else who I see teaching it because I'm gonna teach you how to utilize social media, but not be reliant on it for your income and your business. There will be more information on narrowing your niche, helping you do that, clarifying your messaging and creating no-brainer offers based on what your target market are telling you they want, not based on what you're guessing they want. There will be all of this and more. So if you are interested, go to nishawoolery.com forward slash I am interested. That's I am I-N-T-E-R-E-S-T-E-D. So nishawoolery.com forward slash I'm interested or just DM me. DM me the words I'm ready and I will send you some more information. So thank you so much for listening today. Do leave a five star rating and review if you enjoyed this podcast episode. Thank you so much. Share it on your Instagram story if you enjoyed it and tag me. I will see you next week in the next episode.